like to welcome you to Wiser With Time. Today, we're going to be talking about communication. For those of you who are subscribers to us, we want to thank you very much. For those of you who are listening who have not subscribed, please click the subscribe button and hit the bell. And uh, that way you'll know when our videos come out. But we are going to be uh, speaking today on something that is very important. So thank you for joining us at Wiser Wiser With with time. Time. Let's go ahead and start talking about this. This is going to be actually a part of a communication series that we are going to be doing. Mm -hmm. And today we're going to talk about nagging and feeling heard. Mm. Okay, so nagging would be from where? That would be what the man may feel. Oh, and women just... We just don't feel like we're being heard, Ah. you know, and that is a real problem Mm -hmm. in marriages, Mm -hmm. men feeling like their wives are nagging and women are not feeling heard. So today we want to try to break down and also give you all some practicals uh, at the end as we talk and even give you a, a live real life example of some things that we even go through that well, hopefully help I you go, all. Oh, I'm, I'm having a communication problem here. Am Look, I doing let something me, wrong? Let me, let me say this. You all have no idea the communication <laughs> blocks that we've had to go through just to even do this. I mean, it's like yeah. communication is like major. You know, sometimes you think you... Have it, have all. it down, yeah. And then you're like, you're not communicating with me. You're not listening. What? You know. So it's like, man, it's it's been a, a good experience for us. Oh, it has. Even just to do this podcast, this series with communication, mm-hmm. and uh, go ahead, babe. I'll no, it's really over. when you do videos like this, it really does make you think, and you know, you have to go back and really respeak speak those things that you're talking about, right. and making sure that they're active in your own marriage. That's right. You put it into practice. Yeah, I that's mean, you right. can't talk about it and and not do it. I mean, everything that <laughs> everything that we talk about in our podcast and mm-hmm. our videos are things that we either go through or have experienced. So, and, and that's one of the things too, of why we even have this podcast called wiser with time, because the older you get, the wiser you should become. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to help, you know, many people through our experiences or mistakes, or even some ideas that can, that a lot of people can avoid Mm -hmm. those, those issues. So let's talk about assets in a marriage. All right. What is your, our first asset in the marriage, then the biggest asset is going to be our love for the most high. Mm -hmm. Okay. If I have love for the most high, well, I'm going to have love for you. If, if your spouse has love for the most high, then they are going to have love for you. That's right. Second biggest asset in a marriage is, what do you think? I don't know what. Communication. (laughs) Communicate to me. Yeah, it's going to be the communication. Uh Uh, This is the point in which things come together or they fall apart. So we have to have um, communication Mm -hmm. in there. So we're going to read a uh, Bible scripture. We always try to have one. Um, So we're going to read a Bible scripture. 
Okay, so we're going to look at James chapter 1 and verse 19. James chapter 1 and verse 19. Uh, So then, my beloved brothers, let every man be swift to hear and slow to speak and slow to wrath. So why does it have such a big implication with communication? Because of the words that you speak, you need to be slow to speak. A lot of times we just have a tendency to just spat out at the mouth. You know, Mm -hmm. our mouth can be a water hose a lot of times and things just flow out of it that we a lot of times we shouldn't say. Right. And most times when we're talking, we are not what? Listening Mm -hmm. because we are talking. All right. Let's look at one more uh, verse. Uh, Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 21, mm-hmm. Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 21, it says death and life are in the power of the tongue and those loving it eat its fruit. Mm. Ooh, that is deep. Yeah. So That's it deep. seems like uh, communication is like one of those big nuggets uh, in marriage. And as a matter of fact, we're going to read some information that if we don't have communication or good communication in our marriage, it's going to be kind of hard to cause your marriage to to blossom and grow. Right. And you know that that's the second biggest thing um, is that with communication, like you said, you know, you can make mm-hmm. it either build, you can either build it or you can make it fall apart depending on the words that come out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. We're going to look at a, a, a article. I'm going to tell you where to go. We're going to have this article in the link. Um, it's called, it's from the Huffington Post and the article is called poor communication is the number one reason a couple split up survey. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was a survey that was done and this survey was done. They, they actually surveyed the mental health uh, professionals, not, the people who were were in the marriages, but they they surveyed the professionals and got this information uh, from the professionals. You want to do the first one? Uh, sure. Which one? This one? Uh-huh. The ones that were polled? Okay, yeah. Okay, so um, 100 mental health professionals were polled, and they found that um, communication problems were cited at the most common factor that leads to divorce, that was 25% of marriages. So basically, in a nutshell, 25% of marriages. Actually, I think it's 65. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Correction. Correction. 65%. Mm-hmm. 60, it'd be great if it was only 25, even mm-hmm. though you know that's not great. But 65% of marriages end in divorce because of... Communication. communication issues. Wow. So I think that's huge. More um, than half. Yeah. If, so if we don't have good communication, there's no way that we could make it in a marriage without no, being able to communicate. No. And do you do you want to talk about the definition of communication? Oh, well, um, yeah, you know, <clears throat> basically in a, in a nutshell, communication is like, okay, one is sending mm-hmm. a message and the other person is receiving the message. So mm-hmm. that is a way that, you know, if that line is broken somewhere, then either the the message is not going to go through effectively. It's mm-hmm. going to be either distorted or it's not going to be received at all. Right. So when you're communicating, I can't be communicating. 
I have to be doing the opposite. I have to be listening. Right. Yeah. You you can't send a message at the same time. Right. Yeah, that's true. And on the reverse side of that, if nobody's saying anything, nothing gets done. That's right. Yeah. That is very true. All right. So 43% of marriages end because of the ability to resolve conflict. Inability. In, yeah, inability. I'm so sorry. That's okay. <laughs> hey, one and one. All right. See, we together, baby. Unified. <laughs> See, I messed up and you messed up. That's okay. It's all right. Hey, but that's good. Yeah. So um, the inability to resolve a conflict. Mm-hmm. So that means that a lot of these people are mad at each other, can't resolve the conflict, yeah. and just go from there. It's done. Mm-hmm. You, you can you can count it a loss if you're not going to resolve a conflict that you and your spouse has. Right. Okay, the survey found that men and women have different communication complaints. Mm. So I wonder if my complaint would be different from your complaint. Well, let's hear about what the men, (laughs) let's hear about what the men complain about and then see what we can go about. Okay, okay, here we go. 70% of the experts said, and these are the people who are the mental health professionals, 70% of the experts said that men's complaints was nagging mm-hmm. and complaining as a top communication problem in their marriage. Nagging and complaining. Nagging and complaining. <laughs> Would you agree with that? I don't know. I'd have to have a wife who nagged and complained for me to agree with that. Right. <laughs> that's, that's a really good, that's a good save. No, for real, for men. Would you say that that is a, would you say that's a a major issue? Yeah, I would say that that, that's a major issue, but it's something that's relative. And what do I mean by that? Um, A lot of times when I know that I feel like you're nagging, it's because of something that I haven't done. (laughs) So it's relative for you. It's not, you know, it's not, you don't think you're nagging. You're trying to get me to follow up with something that I probably said I was going to do mm-hmm. and I didn't do it. And for me, you keep coming to me about it. So I feel like you're nagging. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it's relative. Okay. But there are a lot of men, I would assume, that oh, yeah. Yeah. are married to women that just nag yes. and complain. Like they're yes. just like the Energizer Bunny. They just keep going on. And on and on. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not trying to, let me say this. I'm not trying to down my sisters, okay? You know, I know that we all have different issues and different things going on and so forth. But I'm talking about the women who really legitimately nag about things constantly. So I, for me as a woman, I had a couple of scriptures to give to the sisters about the whole nagging, uh, because it is obviously a issue for our men. Yeah, don't sit back, men, with you, with our chest puffed out. No, your time is coming. Yeah, our time is coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you look at Proverbs fourteen verse one, it says, "Every wise woman builds her house, but the foolish one tears it down with her own hands." Mm. So the woman has the power. Really, we have quite a bit. Yes. We have the power to build our houses a lot of times with our mouth, Mm -hmm. encouragement, edification, Mm -hmm. affirmations to our spouse, words that are love and comfort. Okay, y'all hearing me? 
or you have the the power to tear it down with your own hands. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like your home is being destroyed because of you. Now, I'm not saying that the men don't have issues. I'm not saying that they're they're doing everything they're supposed to do. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about women taking responsibility for themselves and for their actions and for their mouths. And a lot of times we as women have a tendency to go off and and say things that we shouldn't say to our husbands as well. Okay. So the other thing is uh, Proverbs 27, 15, a continual dripping on a rainy day and a contentious wife are alike. A contentious wife is a woman that likes to argue and complain. Mm. A dripping drip, drip, drip. You all understand what I'm saying. Just constantly going, you know, over and over and over again. Mm. So the thing that my husband and I were talking and I was asking him, so what are some things that men are complaining or their complaint is about? And, and what can women do, basically? What can women do to help their men to not feel like they're nagging and complaining? So we came up with a couple of like practicals that mm. people can put into practice or just really think about this. And the one thing is, he said, is to be respectful. Mm-hmm. Women, be respectful to your men when you are talking to them. They are not your children. They are not your co-workers. Don't, they're not the people that you walk by on the street right. or you see at the store. They are your husbands and they deserve respect. That means if you need to shut your mouth until you can get your words together, then just do whatever you need to do to do it. But don't disrespect them. They get disrespected enough outside of the home. That's and the last true. thing they need is to have their woman to do it to them. That's true. And if I can speak on that a little bit, um, we do. Um, I'm not, yeah, black men get pounded every day, whether it's going to be with a job, whether it's going to be with society. Um, and we understand the backgrounds of where some of that comes from. Um, definitely understand that. But um, the thing that will tear a man down quicker than what somebody else in the world or your job does is if your wife tears you down. That's when if if you can't trust your wife, then you almost feel like you can't trust anyone else in the world. So, yes, please. It's about respect. When my wife asked me that, I only had one thing and it was called respect. If a man feels like he's respected from his wife, everything else falls into place. Now, a woman may have four or five things that they have to complain against their husband. But for a man, if he feels respected by his wife, she can say anything to him and he should listen. Um, One other thing that I wanted to give, 83% of the experts said that women's top complaint was that their spouse does not validate their opinions or feelings enough. And that's true. Very much true. But if you don't mind, if I could just rehash something with the men. Sure. Real quick. Okay. Mm -hmm. Women, I just have one last thing to say as far as the men feeling about the nagging and complaining. Other than the being respectful, timing is key. 
Okay, mm. so it all depends on the time, the timing that you come to him. Like, let's say that there is something that needs to be done. Okay, it's all about the timing. Or let's say there's something really pressing on your heart. You just really feel like you you need to talk to your husband about this. Mm. We have we've all experienced this before, but timing is super super important. Mm. You got to know when to get in there and know when to to just hold back until the right time. So one of the things is just wait. If he's, if you know that he's in the middle of something, just wait until he's done with it because he's, he's not going to give you his full attention and you're, mm. and you're not going to be heard, which is some of the things that my husband's going to talk about in a minute. Wait until he's done um, with whatever he's doing, whatever he's in the middle of. The second thing is, um, when you know that he's not in like really the best mood, just hold off. Wait until you know he's in a better mood. And the other thing is, if he's hungry or right before it's time to go to bed, like not a good like, time. you know, it's late at night, <laughs> is you you laying in the bed, that is not the time to have a serious conversation. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying, those are just like three little points, but just like, like I said, make sure that you wait until the time is right. And then you can go ahead and talk to him about whatever's pressing that you mm-hmm. need to do. I have one thing to, to add to that that just popped oh, into my go head. Go ahead, babe. <laughs> Women, let me give you a nugget. I'm going to give you a nugget real quick. If you have not been physical with your husband, you meaning you have not spent any time with him. Um, maybe he's feeling a little something inside because maybe you all haven't connected in a, in about a week or so. Take care of your husband before you bring something to him. So that will give him um, a better mindset and a better mind frame to listen and hear what you are saying. I, that's that is huge. And, and I had to learn that uh, earlier in, in marriage, you, you want to make sure that you all are coming together and being unified, especially when you're going to talk about something that's that's pretty serious. That popped up. I had to say oh, okay. that. Okay. So what you're saying is men are more giving when they have. When they've received. been given, they feel like when they've, they've been, been, been given, given to. to. Yeah. Okay. There okay. we go. And that's true. And I know any man will agree with me with that. <laughs> Okay, there you go. All right. Okay. So again, 83% of the experts said women's top complaint was that their spouses does not validate their opinions or feelings enough. Would you agree with that? Oh, yes. Hmm. I sure would. Okay. So let me give some practicals for the men. Like I said, we're not off the hook. All right. Yeah, because see, let me say this. Women are emotional. Yes. Okay, we're emotional beings. I'm emotional. Well, <laughs> that's true. But I mean, women are just made like that. Mm. You know, we're that's just how we were created. We're created as, at least most of us, okay, we're created as emotional beings. And so we're more on the emotional. We need to feel heard. We need to know that men feel like that what we have to say is important. I got you. That's right. Okay. So men, um, we should stop. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Pay attention to your wife and give her eye contact. Oh yeah. Oh, 
eye contact. Listen. Is, ooh, it is so important. When you're, mm. I don't really watch sports, but I have seen in progress at times. Uh, men, we have to stop not giving our wives eye contact when they come to us, uh, especially like when there's a game coming it or a game that is on. And hopefully the woman will wait till after that right, point. Right. But if not, you're going to have to learn to click for, for a second and look at your wife because she has something to say. That's what makes them feel heard. Very important that we, we, we get that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, if our wife has asked us to do something, it is very important for us to follow up with our actions. Cause most times when our wives come to us, they have something for us to do. That's right. There are things that need to be done. So we have to follow up because most things does require action when we're uh, speaking and dealing with our wives. For example, they may ask us to fix something and we'll say, okay, baby, I'm, I'm watching this. When I get done, I'll do that. And then we forget and we don't do it. And then the next day they'll come to us and say, hey, did you, can, can you please fix the so-and-so? He's like, okay, I'll get right to that. And we find ourselves doing something else. And then the third time she comes and she's not smiling as much. It looks like she's a little more frustrated. And then we take that on as a nag mm-hmm. when actually it's really our fault because we didn't follow through with what um, we said that we were going to do. So that makes a woman feel heard. When she says something needs to be done or fixed or whatever, and her husband does it, that means it's like, oh, wow, babe, you 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 heard what I wanted. Yeah. I like that. And, yeah, and a good and a good thing to do is, I must admit, um, when when your spouse is talking to you about and asking you to do something or they're telling you something, a good thing to do is to repeat back what. They have said, because when you're able to repeat back in in totality Mm -hmm. exactly what was said, then that lets them know that you were listening. We want to try to repeat all of it back, because if you miss out one part. Well, I mean, okay, so oh, I'm really, joking. yeah, so, I'm joking. so let's so let's look at this for example, okay. So when you talk about you know repeat back, so right. okay, so if you know, woman's talking. I know we can a lot of times we go on and on and on and on, but if if he can just kind of like cut through all the fluff that we done talked about mm-hmm. and say, okay, so let me make sure I understand what, what you're, you're saying. saying. Okay, so you're saying A, B, and C. Is that what I heard? You said, mm-hmm. yeah, babe, that's what I heard. Okay. Well, you know, let me think about that. That makes a woman feel heard. You know, but if, if you know, you're not giving your wife eye contact, mm-hmm. you looking out the window and she's talking to you. It's, you're not paying attention. And you're not to paying her. really attention. Right. And, you know, you said, yeah, you said, A. And she's like, okay, but what about everything else I just said 15 minutes ago? I'm guilty of that. I've I've done that before. I'm like, well, what about everything else? You wasn't listening. Yes, I was. So, you know, (laughs) communication, we all need to improve, all of us, Mm -hmm. with communicating. But those are just some, like, small nuggets as far as how to 
increase it just a little bit. And and we're going to be doing a communication quote series Mm -hmm. um, because there's communication is so huge. If you have so 65% of marriages ending in divorce, just because of communication, it's so huge. There's no way that we could put anything like no. that and cover everything yeah. in even we'd be for several yeah. hours. We'd yes, be doing it. absolutely. So in our coming episodes, uh, just to kind of give you all a heads up for what's coming, we're actually going to be talking about um, four types of communication problems, four types of communication problems. We're going to be talking about criticism. We're going to be talking about contempt. Um, and I know my wife would probably want me to explain those, but I'm just going to give you a heads up Mm -hmm. and also defensiveness in communication. And lastly is stonewalling. Okay. So, um, just be prepared to see those, uh, when those come out, um, we're going to stay on this series for a minute because it is the, one of the most important things, one of the most important assets that you actually have in your marriage. Number two on the list. Most high being number one, Mm -hmm. number two, communication, because that's how you roll together. That's right. That's right. So please, if you feel like that this has been really valuable to Mm -hmm. you, please make sure that you download or you subscribe. Also, please share this. I mean, I know every, there's no way that everybody knows someone Mm -hmm. that is having problems in their marriage, especially with communication. We ask a lot of people, you know, what are some things that you feel like that people need to hear or some things that pe- we need to talk about? And the, one of the main yes. things that people say, can you please discuss communication? communication? Because that is so important. You have to be able to have that to to continue to build and not to stay stagnant or to tear your marriage down. So please share this with other people that you know can benefit from this. And uh, we just look forward to hearing or from, you know, hearing any of your comments that you all may want to put down. And we look forward to the next video. Yes, we do. All right. You all take care. Thanks. Thanks.